This is The Weekender on Y95, brought to you by Eris Yarmouth. Good morning and welcome to The Weekender on Y95, brought to you by Eris Yarmouth, your one-stop healthy home center. I'm Kevin Northup. The Weekender for Saturday, October 8th, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving! Coming up this hour, we talk all things Yarmouth in a two-part interview with Mayor Pam Mood. We speak about the impact the Cat Ferry has had on the local economy and talk about the many projects taking place in town. And the first-ever Shelburne Pumpkin Regatta starts today. Jacob Postlewaite speaks with the Municipal Community Development Coordinator, Val Keen. The Weekender returns in a moment on Y95. Welcome back to The Weekender on Y95. I'm Kevin Northup. We just got through a very busy summer here uh, with events and things returning to somewhat normal after the pandemic. And uh, there's lots to come, of course, uh, for the town of Yarmouth. And what's going on in the town of Yarmouth? Who better to ask than Her Worship, the Mayor Pam Mood, in studio with us this morning. Good morning, Mayor Mood. Thank you for being here. Good morning. Always thrilled to be here. We're going to talk about some, some uh, you know, uh, things that council has coming up and, and kind of recap how things went uh, over the summer. I guess we'll start there. Seafest um, came back. Uh, Coal Shed came back. All sorts of great events mm-hmm. uh, for downtown Yarmouth and mm-hmm. beyond. Um, as mayor, I know you led that mayor's picnic in the park. Uh, you know, what was <laughs> that like to, to lead that and, and to kind of signify that events were back here? Gosh, Kevin, I, I don't know that words would aptly express, you know, how not just me, but everyone felt the whole community. Uh, we gathered, you know, in the park, there was there was music and, you know, so much fun for the kids. But to be able to see those kids come down Main Street for the first time in a couple of years, uh, it was amazing. And it did signify, you know, the beginning of Seafest. So lots of excitement, just absolutely thrilled. Uh, everything went off without a hitch. You know, Seafest was amazing, as it as it always is. The car show, oh my gosh, I mean, what can we say about the car show? Those folks just, uh, you know, they hit it out of the park every single year. And, you know, just thrilled to have them back. You know, I, um, I love the activity. I love that folks want to gather, and they certainly do. Um, I actually, you know, the tears start to run every time I stand on Main Street and see the car show, folks, because it's it's elbow to elbow people. But, you know, as a mayor, uh, my concern is uh, obviously for the people, but economics. And, you know, folks will say it's it's the busiest day for businesses because people are just in and out of these businesses. So anytime we have an opportunity to close down Main Street, uh, you know, it just it just is economics 101. They just had the um, the J Strong Cup. Same thing. You know, we asked businesses, "How did you do?" And they said, "It's just it's just off the chart successful for them." And you get businesses chipping in there too to kind of put on special promotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you found businesses have really rallied around events like this? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, they understand. Uh, the importance of it for a commun- an entire community. But as a business, you know, I'll, I'll just say it. You have to make, sun- make, make hay while the sun's shining. And, you know, the opportunities that we have when, when we close down Main Street or do any events, it, it, this is, we're doing this for the community, but we're doing it for the businesses. And it brings in so much. So, you know, the businesses that have gotten on board with that, um, and it's the vast majority, they understand what's going to happen. And this is, you know, they make their money. Uh, people go into their shops. And once you're in a place, you tend to revisit it. So it's it's just good all the way around. 
and like switch open street things like that mm. there's all sorts of different yes uh, events that have that have closed main street down and when yeah. you when you say that on the surface of it you're closing a street down mm-hmm. but it's a good thing yeah. for for those businesses yeah we we block off main street not closed block not off. closed <laughs> so blocked off but yeah yeah it's great and of course that relates back to uh, the ferry running for the first time since 2018 mm-hmm. um all the businesses that I've spoken to have said they've seen, you know, dramatic numbers mm-hmm. uh, increasing uh, for here. Uh, and I know that the government not pleased with uh, the numbers, the passenger numbers uh, <laughs> on the ferry from this past uh, summer. Uh, but for you being on the ground here in Yarmouth and seeing the impact it's had on the economy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what are your thoughts? on that? Well, let's, let's start with, um, I can't be political right now. I'm just going to give it to you the way I, way I see it. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the numbers. There's nothing wrong with the numbers. Uh, the ferry was running for three years uh, before COVID shut it down um, within the first year. And don't forget, we're still dealing with the after effects of COVID and COVID is still ongoing. We, we had the Arrive Can, which was just, I mean, I understand the, the premise behind it, but horrific for visitors to try to travel, you know, a whole slew of things that would say, you know, I just don't want to travel. And yet folks did. They were at year two numbers. Um, you know, within the first few months. So there, there's nothing wrong with the numbers. Um, I, I think there's other issues, and that's really sad. We can't repeat history. I mean, it, you know, it's funny. I, Kevin, I've been thinking it was 10 years ago that I, I put my name on the ballot, and 10 years ago we had lost that ferry. And the reason the name went on the ballot, uh, not just mine but others, was because we were just in a, that downward spiral, and, and my goodness, I, I'm a forward-thinking person, but, but don't forget for one second what we went through. Our population just vanished west to find jobs. Businesses were closing. You know, Main Street was tumbleweed row, except for the few that, that could maintain. That ferry leaves, that's exactly what happens again. And it, it's taken an entire decade, and I'm not exaggerating when I say of slugging through everything, 10 years to get us back to a place where we can say, okay, you know, we're, we're, we're almost back, but there's still work to do. So also understand, and, and it's important that, you know, that the public and the businesses understand this, that it's, it's the removal of the ferry, but the mere mention of it, um, regardless of intention, you know, whether you mean it's going or not, it's done a lot of damage. You know, folks that were going to purchase properties that said, I don't, I can't do that now. Uh, businesses that were going to set up. I mean, we're in full, let's get back mode. And all of a sudden these words come out. And again, you know, I, I don't think, <laughs> I, I just can't believe that the words actually came out without an understanding of the damage that would happen. And, and it's happening. And the words you're referring to were uh, Public Works Minister Kim Maslin, uh, I think about a month ago now, commenting mm-hmm. uh, after a, a cabinet meeting mm-hmm. and, and talking about how they're not pleased with the numbers. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the numbers are down from 2018 mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, like you said, uh, the COVID pandemic yeah. certainly plays a, yeah. a factor into that. So yeah. she was talking about that and talking about the contract they have with Bay Ferries mm-hmm. is until 2026. Yeah. Uh, and a reporter asked, 
is there, is there a possibility that the service mm-hmm. could be removed mm-hmm. or the service could be canceled? And she said in response to that, yes, that is a possibility. Yeah. So those are the words that, that she mm-hmm. used um, there. And those are the words you're referring to. Yeah. And Premier Tim Houston's also been vocal on mm-hmm. that as well, saying he's not yeah. pleased uh, with the numbers. Yeah. So so when you hear that, and, and you know, we'll go back to that, mm-hmm. um, do you feel that's something that you know you've heard before as far as remember the ndp canceled the cat ferry mm-hmm. in 2009 you weren't mayor at that time uh but it, it, is it like you said it could be history repeating itself it's 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 even the words are history i felt like i was in a bad dream of deja vu and i mean as a mayor your your finger is on the pulse of of everything so for me, it just hit me full force. It, it really did. I can't imagine being a business that has, has uh, imagine, uh, uh, you know, been able to pivot and, and to manage their way through the ugly of the last decade, much less COVID, and then hear these words. It, it's, like a, it's like a gut punch. And, you know, I, I actually just last night sent out... Um, a letter to each of my mayor and warden colleagues throughout the entire province, because it's not a Yarmouth ferry, and I, I think you know, it aggravates me something fierce when people say the Yarmouth ferry. You know, all all we do is welcome people here um, and give them their first taste of what Nova Scotians are like, and we are we are hell bent on making sure that that is that is the most positive experience. But make no mistake, I mean, I've been in the Taurus Bureau over and over and over. They are heading to Cape Breton. They're going to Lunenburg. They want to see the Valley wineries. They're they're going to the smaller communities. This is where they're going. They're not staying in Yarmouth. And frankly, we don't mind because that rising tide floats all boats. And when one of us is successful, we're all successful. But if you take the ferry... You're not taking it from Yarmouth. You're taking it from Nova Scotia. Can I say something else? <laughs> Some on a roll. People are, our population's up here, over 5%. Our population hasn't increased since 1994. That's a long time. So the work done in, it's not accident, uh, by accident that this has happened. It's hard work. It's paying attention to what do people want. We want people here. They pay taxes. They contribute to the economy and to the growth of the community. We want people here. But people aren't coming to Nova Scotia uh, because the health care is perfect. That's provincial. They're not coming here because housing is plentiful. Oh, that's another provincial piece that has to be fixed. They're not coming here because education, while it's great here, has been sorted out. Oh, wait a minute, another provincial issue. They're coming here because the mayors and the wardens and and their councils and staff at the local levels are fighting our hearts out to build our communities and say, this is where you need to be. This is where we have the best quality of life, bar none. That's why they come. So to take the feet out from under us is just completely backwards to the growth of a province. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. And you talked about that letter to other wardens mm-hmm. and mayors. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that letter, is it essentially asking for, for their support and, 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 you know, keeping this service going? It, it absolutely is. It, it, I basically said, you know, I said what I just said to you. 
Um, you know, this is us doing the work on the ground, building our communities and saying to the world, you need to come here. Um, and, you know, the words that, you know, completely erase consumer confidence. Uh, we're fighting for businesses to come and then they hear them. I mean, we have, I can talk about Yarmouth right now. No, no train, no bus, no plane, no, you know what I mean? Like the next thing they'll be blocking off the highways and we'll be thumbing away. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh about this, but it's so, it's just frustrating and it's scary. And, um, so yes, I've just asked, you know, would you, would you please help them understand how important it is to your community? They're not fighting for Yarmouth. They're fighting for their own communities. And Mayor Mood, we know how important the ferry is to mm -hmm. this community. And you and you talked about the fact that you've been in the mayor's seat for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I think it was two years after that you started the All Hands on Deck initiative. Mm -hmm. That got people thinking. Mm -hmm. Beautification of, of downtown. Mm -hmm. The facade program has been amazing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of businesses have set up shop. Um, you know, you see coffee, different coffee shops mm -hmm. opening. Uh, there's, there's lots to offer now. Lots. Uh, downtown. So if that ferry were to be taken away, do you feel like all that work was for nothing? Yeah. Like, how do you set up a business understanding? I mean, our weather isn't conducive to, you know, you don't invite people to come skiing in the winter. Like, what do you do in the winter? It's, it's the banana belt. So it's wonderful, you know, for seniors to come and stuff like that. But, um, you know, if I'm going to set up a business, I want to know, you know, in my business plan, what happens through each season? And part of that business plan says, I've got a ferry with, you know, 40, 50, 60,000 people coming over in the summer to stop in my shop um, and, and to promote. So my busy time is going to be the summer. It, it doesn't mean people aren't going to shop in the summer, but you've got, you know, 60,000 less people. What, what kind of a hit is that? You, you just don't do that. I don't care if it's 10 people or 100,000. Like, bring them in. They're purchasing properties. They're paying taxes. They're contributing. They're, it's, it's, just, it's just not rocket science. Right. And, uh, do you feel that, you know, uh, a lot of folks in the past have been critical of the ferry, not from here, mm -hmm. because uh, Nova Scotia is obviously absorbing a lot of the cost. That mm -hmm. is a provincial issue, as you, as you did mention. It's a, the, with the contract with Bay Ferries uh, and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you feel like maybe they'll look for a better deal to negotiate perhaps with, with, the, with the cat? I mean, that, I know that's not up mm -hmm. to the town to yeah, determine. It's not, but I mean, I can, I can just say what I think. I have no inside, you know, scoop on, on that. Uh, it, you know, I, I think it's, it's like lapsing your insurance or, you know, anything else. Try to go back and get it and see what the cost is. Mm. You know, people that are, that are building, um, from the ground up now, if they started to build two years ago, COVID stops that. And now they're going to build now. Like you're talking 300, 200%, 300% increases over what the costs were for anything. That's not going to be any different for a ferry. And, and I, I will say this as sure as I'm sitting here, I trust Bay Ferries. They are the experts. They don't have to be here. They don't have to do this. Um, you know, folks would say, well, you know, it's, it's just a money, it's not a money grab. You, you have to, you have to pay for what you get. And you know what? Fairies don't fall out of the sky. So we need the people, we need a fairy. You have to n negotiate that. Um, 
it's it's not Bay Ferries because you know it's it's been done a whole lot cheaper before, and then the NDP lets it go, and then the next one has to pay the price for letting it go. We'll let it go this time. See what happens when we try to get it back. We won't. And it did come back back in what, mm-hmm. 2015. That was the Nova Star, mm-hmm. and then the province realized that wasn't the right vessel mm-hmm. uh, for here. Mm-hmm. So then we got uh, then we got the cat. So that's yep. where we are now. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it's one of those things. We'll have to see how it plays out. We, They're going to review we it. Will. Um, uh, at the end of the season, they're going to review their contract with Bay Ferries. Yeah. So, in in the meantime, you know, if your business is affected, like send a note, send a note off to the province to the premier. Make sure your MLA gets it. This is, they need to hear from people. This is not bothering them. Um, I genuinely believe that any government um, wants to hear what are the impacts. And they don't know the impacts if we don't share them. So if you own a business, you know, if your family member owns a business, um, anybody that's affected in any way, send that, send that note off and, um, you know, make your voice be heard. This is, this is how we save what's important to us. The Weekender will return in a moment. Welcome back to The Weekender on Y95. Uh, we could definitely talk about ferry and the impact yep. uh, here uh, <laughs> for, for the whole interview for sure. Uh, Mayor Pam Mood is here with us in studio on the Weekender. Want to talk about some other things sure. happening uh, up in the town as well. Uh, uh, d- Urban deer management. I noticed there's meetings about that happening regularly. It's an issue we've talked about numerous times here. And I know when I come in in the morning, very early in the morning, I do see a lot of deer wandering around the town of Yarmouth. So where are things in in that regard right now? So we, we, what deer? (laughs) (laughs) We set up a, uh, we did set up a committee um, with some council members and we reached out to the community to have community uh, sit on that because we do have people and and we, we were very clear whether you love the deer or hate the deer, we need your voice at the table. We can't make informed decisions unless all views are, are there. So they met last night. I haven't had uh, an opportunity to to hear what the results of that meeting were. But, but you know, it's, it's another one of those messy things. I've been thinking a lot about this lately. It's, it's a, one of those messy things where it's in the town. Um, we would handle it probably. But the province has to give us permission. Mm. So, you know, folks need to understand the, the dynamics of, of how uh, government works on some of these things. The town can't unilaterally go out and say, you know, this, we're going to do A, B, and C. Uh, we have to, it has to go through the government process, and, and we know that takes time. So it's, um, I, I will say this to the people, it's the most frustrating uh, you know, I, I understand people pay a fortune for plants. They're getting, they're getting eaten, but that's one thing. Uh, the number of people that have called and said, the deer are on my back porch. Like that's scary. You know, if you have children, um, I've had, you know, moms call me and say, my son has Lyme disease. Um, (laughs) yeah, because the deer are bringing the ticks in and the ticks are getting on the dogs and they're in the, it's, it's the whole it's the whole thing. It's it's not that um, you know a council or a community doesn't love animals; they don't belong in town. And and let me be honest, there's still a lot more room out in the woods 
than there is in town. But you know what? Maybe they like carrots and apples and, you know, roast beef. I, I don't I don't know. Stop feeding the deer! <laughs> That's the message you want to get across to the citizens. Don't feed the deer. $1,500 if you get caught. And I've just told people, like, take a snapshot. People are throwing carrots in their backyard. Take a picture. We'll just go find them. Like, right. enough. Right. And so that's kind of uh, figuring out what to do at this point yes. is essentially where I'll figure it out <laughs> where where that where that is. Um, every municipality in Nova Scotia is required to undergo a municipal boundary review, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been taking place. A couple of public participation sessions coming up uh, next week, October the thirteenth, so uh, folks can have their say. Uh, has anything been decided there on a boundary review, or you're waiting for that public opinion? Yeah, no, we absolutely want the public opinion. We have done. Uh, I believe there was an online survey. I was in the office this morning looking at some posters of, you know, what folks were saying. Uh, we have six councillors and a mayor. Everyone is, some of the questions are, you know, do, how many do you feel is sufficient? Um, the other question is, you know, at large or in wards, um, I, I don't even know why that's a question. Mm. It should absolutely be at large. You need seven people representing you, not not just one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my opinion, though, for for every municipality and my my biggest wish across the <laughs> province fix that um yeah so they're asking those quest those types of questions and uh we do have public participation more of it coming up and we'll we'll see what the public says and go with that right and i, I know uh, for you being so close to the municipality mm-hmm. and you're keeping an eye on what they might decide as well mm-hmm. because you know the door is open maybe in the future mm-hmm. i know the amalgamation word's been thrown around in the past mm-hmm. any momentum on that right now no no not i mean we're we're meeting but mm. you know there's there's a lot of a um, lot of things to get through before we we get anywhere on that one right okay uh and i know uh, a lot was put in the budget this year as well capital budget for uh, the trails like uh haley road uh, i think four hundred thousand dollars was mm-hmm. was in there so mm-hmm. we've seen that work continue uh on haley road and around the forest street area uh how are things going uh with that construction oh gosh you know that's um that's a dream come true that, that you don't even know you're dreaming of until it's built the the uh the trails are absolutely amazing. They are getting used. Uh, you know, it's funny, the deputy mayor um, is uh, working at the high school and he sent a, a photo last week to show us like how many, you know, the skateboards and the bikes and everything, like way more kids are are traveling to school via those trails. Um, it's great for them to get outside out of the vehicles and stuff like that. Uh, that whole community um, up by the church and the and the school, um, you know, there's a, a lot of seniors living there. It, you know, they will just stop us and and just say like how thankful they are because they couldn't get from point A to point B. Now you see them, you know, walking back and forth with their grocery bags or you know just going for a walk. It's it's about making sure that nobody in the community is marginalized and you can all get out and and they're not um, they're not sidewalks anymore. They're, they're actually trails. So we just want to connect one, one end of town with the other, do that whole big loop, um, and then start to extend, you know, I mean, uh, out to Acadia First Nation, for example, and we have to have conversations about that. But, I mean, imagine like that, that link. I'd like to be able to walk out to Winner's Restaurant sure. and, and have the folks out there come in and, you know, it's a, it, it's a great thing for us to be t- discussing. So it, it has to continue. 
and that's all part of uh, an active transportation plan uh, that the town has over the next uh, few years. And that's transportation side of it, too. Yeah. But, of course, you hear everyone talk about uh, roads need to be paved. Mm-hmm. Paving needs to happen. I think yeah. there was $460,000 in the mm-hmm. budget for that this year. Yeah. So work there is continuing, too. It, it, it is, you know, and it's in, it's important a, a couple things for folks to realize. And I, I do repeat this over and over. If, if you live in a town, any town in the province, you're paying 100% for your roads. If you live outside of a town, the province is taking care of the vast majority of that. Um, that's not, you know, a decision we make, but but that's how it works. So it's easy to say, you know, the, the roads in the county are better or, or whatever. It, it's because, it, you know, if you don't have to pay for it and the province is doing it, of course, they're going to do it a whole lot faster with a whole lot more money than than we have. So we do we do the best we can. Um, understanding something like, um, you know, Brown Street that we did, Brown and uh, Cliff, you know, that that was like $4 million. We, we don't have that kind of money because we can't in a town, because of the infrastructure, you can't just pave a road. You have to dig up everything and redo all those pipes underneath. So we're talking millions of, of dollars for for everything. Um, and, and I will say on top of this, very important to, to realize that the work that we do want to do, we've had to put even some of that off because you, you can't find companies to, you know, folks were um, upset about a couple of the parking lots. By the way, the town doesn't look after, you know, the Walmart or any of the, the shopping parking lots um, out on Stars Road. We don't do that. Those are owned by, by companies. But they couldn't even find somebody to come in and do that work. So imagine a big project on some of our roads. We, we just can't find the, the companies and the people to do it. Mm. Everyone's having a hard time finding workers. Right now, and especially in the pandemic, mm-hmm. too, is that playing a role in, in getting supplies and oh finding finding workers for that? I, it, it is. And, and it's across the board. You know, you can't find somebody to pave. Um you know, went out to buy paint yesterday. They, they, they didn't even, the company didn't even have the paint. They said, we can't get our supplies. So it's still, the pandemic's affecting absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, the, the street paving uh, process, of course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like you said, it costs a lot of money just to pave even little patches. So uh, doing our best, <laughs> doing the best you can. <laughs> Sorry. So, well, it's it, uh, it, 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 the update is there for yes. folks, right? Yeah. At least they can hear that yeah. for sure. So, um, another obviously big item um, that we've talked about the last number of years is the Mariner Center mm-hmm. um, and expansion there. Um, any updates on that? I know funding's trying to be secured right now yeah. from the feds and the province mm-hmm. uh, to move forward, maybe mm-hmm. with a plan for mm-hmm. expansion. Where do things stand right now? Yep, that's exactly where we are, waiting on funding to see what happen, happens. You know, uh, uh, the, the three municipal units are 100% committed. committed. Uh, to to the Mariner Center expansion. Uh, you know, Mariners on Main is up and running as the bridge, and, it, you know, just that as the bridge to get to, to the Mariner Center um, rebuilt. So th- there's there's not much of an update, except, you know, we keep moving forward little steps, um, and just it, it's all about the money now. Show yeah. me the money, and we'll build you a center. <laughs> <laughs> How eager are you seeing that to happen, though? I mean, I, know, I know the urgency is there. It It, it is. The community's growing. Uh, you know, folks are, are getting, I think it's a whole new dynamic. You know, we're, we're seeing new positions. 
around and and lots of talk around and activity around uh, things like accessibility um you know equity diversity inclusion all those pieces and and sport um, activity you know just how do you make your community better um and a community is always better when it's healthier it's healthier when you have a place for for folks to go and and uh you know take part in you know getting mentally healthier healthier by you know getting involved or physically so it's it's all it's important it's really important so we'll look out for more updates yes, on sir. that over the next uh, over the next little while, of course. And mm-hmm. another thing I wanted to ask you about too was uh, we had Danielle Mahood in here uh, about a <laughs> month ago, and she was working on one mural. I think yeah. she's done two more since mm-hmm. then. Uh, what do you think of her work? I mean, it just <laughs> it's it's so been good. it's been amazing, huh? She's so good. She actually, I I want to say the first, and I would stand corrected by Danielle, but when Julie, my daughter Julie, opened Julie Mood Interiors on Water Street. And the, the building was yellow. She painted it white, and she said, "I just need something colorful." And Danielle's a friend of hers, so she called and and she did that big flower mural. And all of a sudden, everybody was there taking pictures. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it, it was a photo op. And and so, you know, from it it just takes one to start. It's just like Richard and his buildings, right? It's it takes one to start, and then others follow. Danielle is is a talent. Uh, it, she's unbelievable. She's quick at what she does, but but her vision is is amazing. And you know, you you have to be obviously she has to be contracted by the companies. Uh, the town is hands off on on any of that stuff. There's a committee set up that's that's uh, arm's length away from the town. We fund it, but that's all. Uh, and you know, she's showing up with some really great stuff. People are excited about it. There's, you know, there's no need of a white wall or a beige wall. You know how the mayor feels about beige and white <laughs> and gray. Get rid of it. Let's paint something up. And Danielle's a, a treasure. Well, the town certainly looks different uh, now than it did uh, yeah. a number of years ago or yeah. even a number of months ago yeah. now with Danielle's uh, work there. So it, it looks really, really nice for sure. Uh, finally, Mayor Mood, um, where do things stand, I guess, in the town right now? You look ahead to the rest of 2022, heading into 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some priorities that uh, you're going to be focused on? It, you know, my head spins with with all of this, and there there's so much. It's I, I feel like I'm I'm doing a balancing act. I'm pretty good at balancing, though. There there's all the infrastructure projects that you know we have to continue to build so that people will come here. Um, yeah, you know, and, and once in a while you hear, so, well, we don't want any more people, but you know what, if you want, if you want what you want in this community, someone has to pay for it. And the only way we get more is with a higher population. It's, it really is as simple as that, you know, people that are paying taxes, businesses that are set up. So, you know, we, we need to continue to do those things. And Kevin, that's everything from a Mariner Center to Danielle's you know, artwork. It's, it's, it's as simple as that and as mm. difficult as that. So let's keep doing that. The other side of it uh, for me is the social aspect. And, and I never shy away from anything difficult, but it's important to understand that things like health care and housing, um, you know, all those pieces that people are screaming about, that's all provincially mandated. Like this is, it's not that it's not up to the town. It's that this is what the province does. Um, so I have to find a way for us to be able to do something 
on those fronts. And I, I haven't figured out quite what it is yet, but people are having a hard time finding housing. And, you know, you have to have a roof over your head. I, I would say this um, with the understanding that some people are, are just going to shake their heads and be upset with me. But you have to look after what you have. Like I've seen some of the apartments and what people leave in them. It's horrific. So if you're moving out of an apartment, clean it up, look after it while you're there, and the landlord won't have to raise the rent for the next person, which could be you if you're moving to another place. By the same token, um, and I say this equally as respectfully, you know, landlords have to understand you have to look after your properties. People can't live in a place where there's mildew and the windows are, are, are you know, like breezy and there's leaks and there's, I don't know, rats. I don't know. Not that anyone said they have rats, but I'm sure they do. But all those things, like we have to look after each other. So it's equally landlords and tenants. Look after what you have. And we're going to try to work on the rest um, we'll, we'll just have to find a way with the province because it's it's just ridiculous. Right, and uh, I know people will ask if I do, if I don't ask yeah. this, uh, the high school. Yeah. Any update on the high yeah. school? Um, it's it's not um, it's not as we wanted it to be, and and I want to say this very clearly: we own the high school. The town owns the high school. Um, that was a nice gift from the province. <laughs> so it's our, that's another hard one. They kind of hand them over when they don't want them anymore. And what do you do as a municipal unit with a, with a high school? I always want them because I want them on the tax base. Um, and I want them to provide housing, stuff like that. But you, what we just said a little bit earlier, if, if I say something's going to cost $1,000 and I budget for $1,000 and now it's $2,500 or $3,000, I have to rethink how am I going to do my business plan. So it's not um, going ahead as we had hoped. That doesn't mean that we're not working on it by any stretch. But um, I, I don't, it's upsetting, but I really need people to, to be patient and understand you just can't, you know, it's, it's no different from say, somebody saying, you know, I have $1,000 to pay for rent a month. And then somebody says, well, you know what? Now that you signed the lease, I'm going to put it up to 3000 So like understanding the prices have gone up mm. uh, trying to find contractors again to to do work and that's not just a high school that's anything so it's a it's a different ball game it's 2022 and covid has played uh you know people say covid's over no it's not we're we're starting to feel some of the you know the economic repercussions of that is the plan still forward to get done or could that be yeah it's still it, it can get sidetracked very quickly yeah so you know, we, we had um, a purchase and sale with a, a developer and tre tremendous around 